welcome to Exploring the Marketplace podcast. My co-host is Bob Hassan, and we are creating a conversation with Christian marketplace leaders who have careers that have been impacted by their faith. We are also answering your questions about entrepreneurship, business leadership, careers, and how the kingdom of God changes your impact in the marketplace. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm here with Sean Bowles. Hi, Sean. Hey, how are you doing? Doing good. Hey, we have a guest on today named Michael McIntyre. Why don't you tell us a little bit about McIntyre? He's going to take us to the next level. <laughs> I love him because he has so much energy. And it's yeah. called Next Level Podcast. If you hear him talk, which they will in just a minute, our listeners, you guys will love him. Michael built a $3 billion agency from scratch, having recruited over 20,000 sales agents. So he yeah, knows what he's doing. And he actually switched from that and he did all kinds. Of, I'm not going to read through it all, but he's now a corporate and individual coach and he's helped ministries, but a lot of business people, a lot of career people yeah. take it to the next level. That's why it's called Next Level because him and his wife literally help people to go from one stage of growth to another stage of growth. And I met Michael, I think, before you did. Did I introduce you to Michael? You did. And so I met Michael through my good friend, Sean Foyd, and spent many times in his home. And he's come out to my home and we've just collaborated and just questioned, uh, just, you have conversations about what God's doing. And I just love his energy. It's so intense and I love it. Mm -hmm. He's super funny. So be prepared to laugh and be prepared to uh, get fire host <laughs> and be prepared to get fire hose. <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, before we get to Michael, I think it's really interesting in the church right now, Bob, how um, Christians are now looking for development and they're looking for other Christians to help them develop their business ideas, their entrepreneurship, yeah. taking them to another level like Michael's doing. And that wasn't a subject 20 years ago. Like when you were doing business 40 years ago, was there anybody you could ask that was church centric or was a Christian other than another businessman who might be nice to you, who would be a coach to you to actually help set up some things? Yeah, no, I mean, we, I had uh, our pastor, Don, who, I could talk to about business things and he always came back through the lens of the Bible, which yeah. was amazing, right? Because as a young person, I needed, I needed to hear that, but. Um, <laughs> Didn't help me with capability or practicals probably very much. <laughs> well, I had, you know, I had my uncle Lou, who was a Jewish yeah. businessman who helped me, uh, but in the church, no, there wasn't too much uh, conversation around a builder about, uh, people now now we hear the term a pastor has a builder next to him so they can build, yeah. build the church and i think that in the last 20 to 25 years we've begun to hear about that that where pastors are or executive pastor a lot of times they'll call it yeah build, you know builder executive pastor or a team who's looking at yeah i think that's that is very near because you used to just hire a pastor a secretary and a worship leader or something you know it's like mm -hmm. and now pastors and leaders i think there's just so much more spiritual intelligence the spiritual you know the IQ, the EQ, the SQ. It's like wow. so much has changed with all of us where I think people are looking for how transformation can happen through their career and through their, you know, mm -hmm. obviously we have a show. That's why people listen to the show. Right. And I think it's really exciting that people have come to you and I and also Michael and asked us, how do I get spiritual breakthrough here? Or how do I see God in this? Or how do I develop a corporate culture? Or how do I look at operations with God versus just doing the best that I can with my MBA or with my team support? And especially when it comes to hard things, we're wanting to grow into a level that God's given you a vision for, because there's those gaps that are spiritual gaps. Where you're not qualified to get to that next level without God. And sometimes you need those spiritual maturity or that prophetic wisdom. And that's, it's newish. I mean, it's like, I think the average person might not even, 
who listens to our show might not even know it's available yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, so Wired to Hear is a book that we've written that's going to come out and, and it, it, it discusses this whole, this kind of this whole thing. Like, are we qualified to hear? Of course we are. Do we hear? Of course yeah. we do. How do we hear? I don't know. Well, let us tell you and let us tell you how, how you can hear how God speaks uniquely to you in within the framework of the church, within the framework of your personality, within the framework of your business. Well, I like how you're bringing up our book because I think that God's giving tools right now that are unique that have never been like laid out this way before. And I think our, I love our book and I, I, I don't mm -hmm. have any pride in saying that. I just think it's so unique. And those are the kinds of tools. I think there needs to be an advancement quickly, yeah. just like everything else is advancing quickly right now, medical science and industries and all these things, you know, environmental causes. There has to be spiritual intelligence that advances quickly of how to partner with God. I'm so glad we're having these conversations because I think sometimes, like some of our people we've had on the show, their conversation with them is worth a thousand sermons yes. that they get at their church for who who's listening. Because some people are listening. I've had texts and emails from people who are listening, men and women who are like, I'm at the beginning and I needed that to give me the courage to make this choice. Or I've I've been waiting for these kinds of conversations. I've been paying mentors and hoping they would give me these kinds of conversations that I'm getting for free through your podcast. I'm hoping that they'll feel the same way about our book. And so it's exciting. We live in a really unique time. And I'm glad that we're able to be a voice and provide this conversation. Yeah. And I think you mentioned the word courage. And that's what I needed when I was a young businessman yeah. or a young painter. And now I'm a businessman. That's what people, everybody I talk to needs courage. And I think our next guest, McIntyre, oh. is going to give us courage. He has courage. He has courage so much that it's up the wazoo. Stay tuned. <laughs> Hi, this is Shannon from the Bowls team. I want to tell you about an exciting offer for our brand new book, Wired to Hear, written by Sean Bowles and Bob Hassan. It's about connecting God's voice to your life, influence, and career. If you work for a living or run your own business and you desire to hear God's voice for yourself in the workplace, this is the book for you. Right now, you can pre-order Wired to Hear through BowlesMinistries.com. You'll receive a signed copy, a submission for a free grant, and many other exclusive offers only available through BowlesMinistries.com. Grab your copy today. Well, we have a great podcast today because we're going to go to the next level. Yeah. <laughs> the next level man himself, Michael McIntyre. How are you doing, Michael? I'm, I'm doing so good, Sean. Thank you for having me. We're excited to be on here. Hey, Bob. Hey, buddy. Well, we, we met through our mutual good friend, Sean Foyt. And uh, I just love being at your house and just your energy of how you just share your life with people and help them. And you help me just in our conversations. I think I process things when I'm around you that aren't always my, my, they're more vulnerable than I normally would. And they're more visionary than I normally think through. And then you just give a little input and feedback that causes me to get so stirred with wisdom and ideas and creativity. And so there's kind of a realm around the way you operate and your coaching gift and your business gift and your friendship that I think just pulls out some things out of people that's so beautiful. So I'm so glad you're on today. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be on here. It's, I, I love the way you and Bob show up and, and uh, bring the marketplace out there into his kingdom. Well, we're trying. We're trying to create these conversations like, with people like you. Talk it to us about, because I remember, you know, you had gotten saved and you already had a really successful business. 
and you get saved and you start to partner with God in some really unique ways. Talk about that. Like, give us kind of your entry point. Yeah. So uh, it was back 2007, 2008. It was kind of a three month transition. And I was just selling my company, getting ready to sell it. And and uh, I always joke to people, I say, you know, on the road to Damascus, I got knocked off my Bentley. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, it was it was kind of it was a it was a it was a beautiful transition, but it was a difficult one as well. And what I did is, uh, you know, I came, you know, it was it was a very dramatic experience for me. And so uh, but it was so beautiful at the same time. And what I did is I got, you know, just like anything else and as an entrepreneur and as a business person, and Bob, you know this, once you get into something, you go full throttle, deep water. And yeah. and I did that with Jesus. I gave my life to Jesus when I did. It was a huge transformation and my family was great and they were awesome. And and so with that, I, I, I was uh, I was blessed in business. I was very good at what I did and uh, did really well and created a lot of wealth for a lot of people. And so going from that transition, selling my company and coming into ministry or business tree, as people call it sometimes. But uh, I was really kind of looking at what what's next for me. And and uh, I landed at a couple of different churches here in Dallas. And uh, one was great. It was a good on-ramping for me. And then, uh, then I ended up over at Upper Room, which was a great open my heart opportunity. And with that, I found that there's a lot of people in the Christian community that needed to learn some of the secular secrets and with, with uh, Jesus work walking with them and helping them in business. So uh, we started this next level experience and uh, it was kind of crazy and cool at the same time. And, and uh, started doing some consulting and coaching and, and it's been, it's been a radical shift for us because uh, you know, going from, you know, running a, a, a you know, an, operation insurance company operation and uh, with, at the magnitude that we were in coming from that to into the Christian community and teaching and coaching and people giving them the skill set and giving them the uh, platforms to where they can go out there and create wealth for themselves was a big shift, but it's exciting because it's uh, it's new for them. And it's wonderful to watch them catch fire in that uh, genre of wealth and, and business. Yeah. Michael, I mean, you talk a lot about that on social media and you, t- you talk about courage and you talk about like the fear of business. And one of the things as believers that I, I noticed is that we're constantly trying to break this scarcity or poverty mindset. So here you come talking about wealth and millions and billions and jets <laughs> Bentleys and, you know, people, believers are like, like who is this guy? <laughs> but, but who you are is you're talking about a wealth mindset. And yeah. and so Talk to us a little bit about the fear of business, the fear of um, people might have around money. Yeah, it's a great question, Bob. Thank you. You know, one of one of the things, and I just got done preaching about this on Sunday. One of the, I always tell people, your biggest opportunity, your biggest blessing that God wants to give you is right on the other side of that fear. And fear is, and fear is nothing more than you know the enemy putting up a full wall. I call it. You know, uh, Satan's a master full wall planner, and there's foe because it's fake. Yeah, and so he tells us these lies and. And it, it's really incredible. A lot of people say, I want to start a business. I, you know, in the in the Christian community and in the secular world, it's kind of like I want to have multiple streams of income. Absolutely. You should have multiple streams of income, you know, whether whatever that looks like. But how do you get there? And, you know, from from here, how do you go to there? Well, the one thing you do is you got to step through that fear. 
And it's kind of like, you know, a lot of people, you know, as soon as they think about, I want to start a business or I want to, I got to invest some money. They think immediately, not everybody, but a lot of them think, what if I lose it? And that's just the enemy coming up there to put that full wall. And the bigger, the bigger, the fear that comes upon you means there's a bigger breakthrough. And God really wants you to step into that and say, Hey, I got you. You know, uh, <laughs> I talk a lot about, I say, listen, you know, what happens in the church is they've got a low T people look at me, what do you mean low T? They got low trust. Okay. And they have low trust because they're not trusting in God. They're thinking like atheists because they, if they truly believe what, what the Bible says, then he's got you. Yes. And so, and, and Jesus said, listen, if you, if you abide in me, I'll give you all the desires of your heart. And it's not so much that, you know, that you're going to go out there and make a billion dollars, although you might, because uh, God will drop those gifts on you. It's just whether you want to use those gifts and walk through that fear. And, I, you know, I believe that God, all, we're all God's children, right? You know, the anthropologists believe that there's been almost 50 billion people since God created this earth to walk this planet. Every one of them, those people are God's children, whether they believe in God or not, you know, whether they're cannibals or whether, you know, uh, atheists, whether they're, you know, Christians or Muslim, it doesn't matter. They're all his children. So, and he gives each one of those children a special gift. And he never takes it back. But the difference is, is how many of those gifts get anointed and how many of them use those gifts to better the kingdom. For instance, Elon Musk, right? Pretty famous, crazy cat. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing crazy cat stuff. Literally, he's operating kingdom style. And he might not know it. I don't know if Elon Musk is a believer. I don't know. I hope he is. If he's not, I'll pray for him to become one. But he is operating in kingdom. How many people get on, how many CEOs get on national television and say, hey, you know, my stock is good, is way too high. <laughs> Nobody does that, you know, and then his stock goes up. I mean, and then how many people launch a spaceship into space and take out his car and put it in the orbit? I mean, that's crazy stuff, right? But, but God's blessing him with ideas. You know, he comes up with different ideas. God also blessed Thomas Edison. God also blessed Abraham Lincoln. God also blessed Sarah Blankley. You know, Sarah Blankley, she's the one that decided to wake up one day and take take some really tight yoga pants, like six times too small and put them on and call them Spanx and make three billion dollars to them. <laughs> I, I, I believe I believe that those are gifts from God. Okay. And it's those people, whether they are believers or not, whether they walk through that fear and maybe they're just, you know, maybe some of them are just too stupid to think about it. They just did it anyway. And they got blessed in that transition. So what I talked to Christians about, I said, hey. You know, what do you have to lose? Romans 8, 28 says, I'll make all things good through him, right? If, if it's done for him. And so even if you do a face plant, good, you get up and do it again. He's going to make it right. And you're going to learn from that experience. So I like, I like to coach Christians, entrepreneurs and say, look, you know, the biggest, the, the biggest, the most juiciest fruit is out there on the end of that limb. And you got to climb out there to get it. I love that. Cause I mean, obviously you are su such an inspirer. That's like one of your main goals and jobs is to get people pushed past, you know, the next level experience. <laughs> and you've done it with a, a small sphere of friends first before it actually multiplied to being, I, that's what I love about you is that you, you just couldn't let your friends stay where they were at. You're just like, you applied your gift to push people in your life to just go for it. even your family, your daughters, your wife. I feel like you've all benefited from each other. The, the, the atmosphere you have as a family is beautiful, but <clears throat> I'm going to ask this. Tell us some of the stories now that you've had a history of championing this, these kinds of themes, and you've done all these next level events, you have your podcast, you've been around these spheres. 
tell us some of their stories that have come out now from people grabbing hold of, I don't know, full faith, you know, full, full excitement for what God's put inside of them. I think, yeah. I think you're saying full McIntyre. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I it's really exciting because I, I, you know, there's certain people that go through next level experience and I'm thinking, God, I'll, I hope you put us together because I really want to coach that person. You know, the Holy Spirit kind of drops something on me and generally, you know, it works out that way. And there's some people that, you know, I really I'm attracted to because I see, I see the Holy Spirit shows me the potential that they have and what they can do if they just get, you know, just make a few adjustments. So we had, I had this one couple out in, uh, out in Mississippi had a really cool, uh, restaurant, really cool. And, and, uh, the, the wife came through the, the owner of the company came through NLE and, uh, I've always wanted, I always just felt the Holy Spirit wanted me to coach her, you know? And so, but I don't push anybody It's at their time. It's whatever they do because it's expensive. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it's whatever they want to do. And so a year and a half later, she calls me out of the blue and says, McIntyre, I'm ready for you to coach me. You know, I had this dream, the Holy Spirit gave me this dream. And I talked to Stacy and I asked Stacy, how much is it? And she says, it's not enough. You've got to do this. It doesn't matter what the price is. Go wow. do it. And so, so she calls wow, me. Stacey. And so, I, I, she, and it was like, wow, I've been wanting this for a long time. And it took a year and a half. And so I coached her business and she had a restaurant business. Look, I don't nothing about restaurant business except how to order and pay the check. Okay. And <laughs> that's it. Okay. I, I don't, I don't know anything about cooking or anything, but I do know about people. Right. And so we've implemented some things in her restaurant. And uh, just some basic things, just and and it's really interesting because you know I tell the I you know the Holy Spirit a lot of times tells me these things and say okay just change this and change that and they say that is so simple why didn't I think of that you know and 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 it's the old adage you know sometimes we're too close to the forest to see the yeah. trees or close too close to the trees to see the forest and so I we we made some tweaks on there and we. I said, look, your, your food is great. You know, it's great. Your website's great. But what, what it is, what you're, what we have to remember is that you're in the people business and it's not the customers that come in the, uh, come in your shop. It's your people behind the counter. It's right. the people that work for you. Okay. So, uh, so we're going to take care of those people lavishly. And so we put, started putting incentives in that and the business increased immediately by 25% the next month in revenue. Okay. And it just started going up and up. And th then in each aspect of that, she got braver and more confident. And I call it bringing God into that. And because I asked her, I said, are you doing Bible studies? Because some people are Christian and some aren't. But, you know, I said, well, just be bold in him. You know, and so she brought that confidence in, not hitting people over the head with a King James Bible and a, you know, fire and brimstone chaser, but just coming in there and loving people about with some little scriptures and stuff. And that brought in what I call Godfidence. And when that happened, a lot of people came to her because they were young people, you know, going to college, working for her and say, you know, I've always wanted, you know, my mom and dad brought me to church when I was younger, but I, I always felt, you know, and I kind of backslid and I did some things that I was ashamed of. And it gave her an opportunity to minister and to pastor to these young, these wow. young people. And so with that, everything, and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, John F. Kennedy said, you know, a rising tide raises all boats. And so she was the rising tide that came in there and raised those boats and, and which were her employees. And 
what that translates, Sean, and from from the employees, it brings it brings something to the staff or, or the customers that come in. And, you know, it's kind of like in, in Beauty and the Beast, you know, there's something there that wasn't there before. And that something is the Holy Spirit and Jesus and somebody loving them enough to care for them and give them honor and incentive to do this. And then it becomes a family. And then business naturally starts going where it's wanted. So good. You, you, you hit on something that Sean and I are passionate about, which is culture and relationships in business. And I think it's such a beautiful story of, of how you talk to this, this restaurant owner and things changed. And how, how, how do you see culture in the next level experience? Like you build a culture there. And I'm sure that now you have people who've been through this, this culture that you've created and it infects their families, their business, et cetera, et cetera. Tell us a little bit, a story about that. Yeah. Uh, it's great. And, and, you know, it's funny because the first time Stacy and I brought in this training into the Christian community was at upper room out in West Texas about six years ago, five and a half, six years ago. And Stacy was nervous because it's, it's intense, man. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we tell people, look, if you're a snowflake, do not apply. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Cause you're going to be leaning forward. Cause that wind's going to be blowing back a little bit, but, um, because look, what what we want to do is, you know, we don't want to coddle. I think the church is guilty of coddling too much, in my opinion. And if I could be so bold to say that, I think, you know, we allow circumstances to overwhelm uh, people and we allow them to have an excuse. And I think excuses are nothing but seducers towards mediocrity. And so what we want to do is we want to we want to bring we want to bring people to uh, a place to where they they understand that they're not victims any longer, that they're not going to play a small game. We want to bring them to where they can really understand that why God created who they were. And so with that, with that, we you know, like I said before, you know, it's not easy. Right. We come at them pretty hard. And, you know, we tell people, you know, it's not for, it's not for the faint hearted, but we have a great time. We have a, a really good time. We laugh, we cry, we have emotions, but we also, we, we, we bring restoration back. It's kind of re- restoration and how God really originally made you. And so, and so, and so what we do is a lot of times people want to come in and different times and di- families coming together. Sometimes the husband and wives come together, sometimes it's separate, but what happens, we've also had some young people come through 19, 20 years old, and then they bring their mom, their dad, their grandparents, which is kind of cool. And we see that come through and that's exciting. We've had three generations come through at different periods of time. And it's really exciting because it's, it, it, there's a ripple effect and a ripple effect. And it's, it's, we, and it's so, we're so blessed. Stacy and I and Brianna and our team, we're so blessed because we're on the front line of watching what the Holy Spirit's doing in real time. And when that, that is, it blows our mind every day. I mean, in 2020, we did probably 10 of these, you know, in spite of the, in spite of the COVID deal. And, wow. uh, you know, it was awesome. I mean, and, and people really, they, they came in and nobody was in fear. Every, the Holy Spirit protected us the whole time. And what we, t- you know, we have a curriculum, you know, and I, but we, <laughs> sometimes the Holy Spirit comes and does one of these <laughs> and throws it out the window. And we're like, okay, here we go. We're on the slippery slope, baby. Let's rock and roll. And it's fun because what the Holy Spirit is going to do is what he's going to do. And it's, it's beautiful. Well, and that's what's unique. I think for our listeners to hear that there's, because a lot of people want a business coach or they want consulting or whatever. And I've, been to you know 
a business coach that was not grounded in the Holy Spirit. That was not grounded in what God can do. So we had a formula method that works for a lot of people, but the formula couldn't apply to what I was doing because of what I, I was going through at the time. So it, was, it wasn't useful to me and he couldn't adapt. And I feel like a lot of coaches, consultants, um, people who come into companies and help them with different departments, whether it's HR or growth initiatives or whatever it is, so many times they may have a gift that helps see things and some good experience, but there's that God factor that we have to have too. And you and Stacy have had to take people through inner healing for a minute, or you've had to go into their family issues and how they're prioritizing time and rest. And you guys have actually had to go deep into their personal lives at time, uh, at times so that you could actually pull the fruit out to bring them to a next level in their business or their, or their, or their operation. I think that's super unique. It's not, it shouldn't be as unique as it is. True. It's super unique. And I love that you guys do this together as a family, because I think there's something about even your wife, how she sees and how you see when your guys are doing these events together. (laughs) That's so unique and valuable when you have a male and a female voice that both have leadership in their lives. And so I just wanted to bring that to the table as far as maybe you're watching or uh, listening to this and you're thinking, man, I want a business coach like that, or I want to be a business coach like that. That Sean, we, you know, and we base everything off of John 10, 10, right? The enemy came to steal, kill and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life abundant and life is everything, right? It's, and what we do is we take a holistic approach. We look at, you know, the physical, we look at, we look at your, you know, spiritual, we look at your relational. How, how are you with your wife, your children, your, your boss, your coworkers, your husband? Uh, how are you with Jesus? How are you with, how are you serving the Lord? How are you putting him first? How, and then financial, you know, are you making money? Do you have your bills paid? Do you want more? Uh, are you running on scared money? You know, um, you know, a lot, I had this one guy come to me and say, listen, I've got a million dollars. I've got a million dollar year business. How do I take it to a hundred million? I said, be willing to lose the million. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Michael, tell our listeners, not the snowflakes. Don't tell the snowflakes. <laughs> tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you if they're interested in the next level experience and a little bit about it. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, they can go to uh, themichaelmcintyre.com. Uh, themichaelmcintyre.com. Uh, they can also follow us on Instagram. We, we do a lot of stuff. Next Level Experience is a three-day intensive. And we talk about business. We talk about spiritual. We talk about physical. We talk about relational. We talk, uh, we have the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, it's, it's intense. It's like um, what I tell people, it's like it's uh, a three days facelift with with no anesthesia (laughs) (laughs) you want people to come (laughs) but it's it's, but it right and but when they leave they they're 10 years younger look 10 years better and they've 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 taken off those sun those glasses that they've been wearing look and and looking to the world with a new paradigm a new paradigm shift and and it's um it's you know but yeah i mean we tell people if you want, you know, and the other thing too, which is real critical, it's not for people whose lives are not working. We're not here to fix anybody. That's not what we do. Uh, we don't, it's not for people who are broken and trying to fix them. It's for, for people whose lives are working. They could be in between jobs or they want to start a new career or they're, they feel stuck. Uh, or, you know, maybe they're looking for a godly man or a godly woman, but their basic lives are working. And what we want to do is say, okay, this is working for you. That's good. You've got, you know, things are going okay. You know, that's great, but let's get to the next level and to the next level. You know, sometimes we need to have, an, uh, have a, a shift in our life because yeah. we get, we all get stuck in ruts. 
Everybody does. We all get, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you know, you're, you're wanting to start a new business, but the, you know, you're caught, you're caught up in, you know, uh, in a Netflix series on, uh, you know, for, you know, four, four weeks, you know, and they can't get off it, you know? So there's distractions. And I believe that Satan brings distractions to us, especially those who get, who get dropped those Elon Musk ideas or those, you know, those Thomas Edison ideas or those, you know, uh, those famous ideas for people like David Green, you know, at Hobby Lobby, you know, he got a great idea on merchandising and how to bring this Hobby Lobby out. And so there are people that need to say, okay, you know what, this is my dream. I'm going to put the rubber to the road. We're going to separate the wheat from the chaff and we're going to get this done. And that's what we do at Next Level. I think it's so cool because there's how many groups that are looking at, okay, the parable of the 10 talents, how do we multiply what's already being multiplied? And that's what I feel like you guys do. And I think that's so beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for being on. Thank and you, Michael. As you said, you can go to themichaelmcintyre.com or listen to the Next Level Podcast. <laughs> oh, it's a great podcast. And we hope to talk to you again in the future, Michael. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Bob. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. God bless. Well, stay tuned for our next segment, Questions with Sean and Bob. Everything we're doing with our podcast is made possible by our incredible partners, and financial contributors to our ministry. They are helping us to bring the equipment to upgrade everything we're doing to have the time and space to do this. It's a free offering we give to you. Maybe you're listening in your shower. Maybe you're listening in your car, your workout. Well, I want to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to have these incredible guests tell their prophetic process of how God's spoken to them so you can get a vision of how God speaks to you and also so that other people all around the world can have this resource at their fingertips from their smart device, their computer, their YouTube, whatever they have, that they will have this this incredible resource. So go on the partnership journey with us. As a partner, you're going to receive an email and communication every month from us. We resource you with a partnership page that has literally dozens and dozens of messages that only of our partners have. We also have partnership contribution back to you where we actually give resources. You guys get stuff first. Usually at Christmas time, we have a new book come out. You guys get it before everybody else and you get it signed. I love our partnership program. I love being on a journey with our partners because they are some of our, they're a team, they're our family. They're the ones who are contributing to make this happen. Come be a partner today. Go to bowlsministries.com under giving and membership and you will become a partner. Welcome back to the questions with Sean and Bob segment. We have a great question from Jennifer and I think she's from Ireland, Sean. Hi, Sean and Bob. My name is Jennifer Davison, and I'm a children's book illustrator from Northern Ireland. Go give me a vision for a book that he wants released into the world, and he's been revealing this for over three years now. I've done some research, and there aren't many books on this particular subject, but there are one or two people speaking about it, and one of them has a pretty big following. I know that I would bring a different voice, especially visually, but I'm scared of stepping on anyone's toes. Should I approach this person to see if they would collaborate or should I release this message in my own particular way and let God deal with the rest and get it beyond the little village in Northern Ireland that I'm from? Any advice you could give me would be great. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I love her accent. She is, I mean, Jennifer, you're a doll. You're amazing. Uh, and Bob and I both have responses, I believe, because it's just, it's such an easy answer just to let mm-hmm. you know. I think there's always room for everyone's voice. There's always room at the table. Like anywhere you go where you're in a controlled structure where somebody says they have the main thing and no one else can have it is usually a socialistic spirit or it's communism. It's like, it's like, or it's a, a wrong dominion kingship thing. You know, it's like that spirit of control that comes in business and marketplace and churches and all these different spheres, government. 
we can't have that. And one of the things that in the kingdom, we all have a unique voice that offers something. And I think if you have a book that's your, it sounds you're so passionate about it for three years, yeah. you need to write it. There's plenty of room. And I, I remember writing, you know, my first book, it's called The Strong Room Company. And it was like about identity, spiritual identity, and about how like when I encountered God, I, I got reprogrammed my identity. And there's so many books. Spiritual identity was like the main theme for like three years there, four years there when I was writing that book. And I thought, oh, I don't even know if anyone will care about this because, you know, like in, in a, I'm not a major voice. I'm not really well known. I don't know if anyone will care because there's so many better books or better people who are writing books about this, but mine's unique. Theirs doesn't have what mine has. So is this worth it? I remember a, a, man, a friend of mine named John Paul Jackson, who's passed away now, said, Sean, I believe you have a book in you that you're not sure about. I want to help publish it. And he ended up publishing it through his ministry. They had a publishing company and it sold really well. Like in the little niche market they were expecting five to fifteen thousand sales i think it sold like 40 or thousand copies or so in that first year which for an unknown author on a subject that wasn't like everyone in church is looking for i was like god you honored the voice that you put inside of me and i should have not had this much fear the other thing is that you're not looking for numbers of people who are going to read things anyways you're looking for impact and so that's your, that's your measure especially in a publishing is you know a hard market industry and i've had friends who published incredible books and they impacted very few people but those people they impacted they impacted very well and so if you're looking for it not to be your business but just to be a conduit of your voice what god's given you you're looking for the impact points you want it to make a difference you want it to be on the tallest lampstand it could be on but you don't need to be famous to do that and i've been i'm living proof i mean my first couple of books i wasn't known at all you know i did a book on dating and then we'd have to refresh now, but for the time it was really relevant. And I'm so glad I wrote it. I wasn't an expert on dating or an expert on advice for dating, but I wrote from my own experience and some things I believe that were core principles. And literally millions of people read the blog series and tens of thousands of people read the book and really it helped those people define some things. And I, I, I'm so glad I did it. I'm just so grateful I did those things. Hmm. Jennifer, I love your question and I want to hear your voice and I want to see your book and I hope you'll send it to us once you get it published. And I might offer a suggestion. You mentioned that there's someone that's in this field speaking on this subject. Maybe you could reach out to them and say, I've written this book. I'd love for you to endorse it because you've had so much impact on me in the way I think. And I think that person would love it. Yeah. And they may even collaborate with you. Yeah. But you can write it on your own. And um, I just think I, I, I love what's going to happen. So thank you so much for the question. You can anybody who asks questions can go to www.bowlsministries.com. There's a button that says ask question for Sean and Bob. Press it and record your audio question and we will answer it. I'm excited about it. Thanks for listening to the Exploring the Marketplace podcast, part of the Exploring podcast series. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing or even rating and reviewing so that more people can connect to us. Also, we'd love to be part of your spiritual journey, and we have amazing resources at our website, www.bowlsministries.com, B-O-L-Z ministries.com, including other free media, TV shows, books, and even an ongoing mentoring online platform. See you there.